Hey everyone, welcome to the V1 Church Podcast. This is your lead pastor, Mike Signorelli, with an important episode. Are you exhausted from trying to save people from their opinions, from their feelings? Are you exhausted because maybe someone is trying to control you and you're living under that control? This week's episode is about how to break codependency. You are going to reclaim your strength. So go ahead, take notes, listen. And then on the other side of this sermon, I have a very important message. I'll talk to you then. Hey, V1 Church, welcome to service today. I'm so excited that you joined us. And you know, for wherever you're watching around the world, I believe that you are having church. You are the church. Worship is a never-ending experience that happens around the throne of God, but we just choose to pause our life and join in. So come on, I hope you have your Bibles ready. And, And let me just ask you a question. We've been going through a lot as a nation. We've been going through a lot as a people. We have many watching from around the world. COVID-19, we've got all kinds of political turmoil. Do you feel like you've been in these one-sided relationships where you're giving and giving and giving and you're not actually receiving from that relationship? I mean, do you feel like you keep finding yourself in these emotionally destructive relationships? Or maybe you're getting involved in all these unhealthy relationships one after another after another and you may be in a cycle. I want to help you reclaim your strength and break codependency today. We're going to learn God's Word. And so if you haven't already, share this broadcast. As a matter of fact, every time you share, you I'm doing what I can do. But when you share, you're doing your part and people from around the world join this family and they can have church wherever they are. As a matter of fact, I want to shout out my man, Michael, who's watching from San Francisco, California. I also would like to shout out Janice, who's watching from London. You know, these are just a few names of people that joined our family as a result of this broadcast. And I didn't have the wisdom to know, you know, to to really change a three-location church into a over 1,000-location church as a result of the broadcast. But I am so glad for the wisdom of God through this time. Let me read to you Galatians chapter 1, verse 10. It says, For I am now seeking, for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. So let me ask you the question that we all have to ask. Are you pleasing man? Are you seeking for their approval? Your friends, your family, your relatives, your employer, like are you constantly seeking their approval or are you seeking his approval? Are you caught in a codependent relationship? I want you to go ahead and take notes right now. Let me define codependent for you because this is one of those sermons that has the potential to change your life forever. When I think about all the racial tension as a result of racism being exposed, when I think about COVID-19 and the restrictions and all the political conversations that are happening around the world, it is exposing codependency. And so there's a good chance that God wants you to get free from either being codependent, come on, or actually being somebody who is being kind of drawn into codependency. Here's the definition. 
A codependent person is one who has let another person's behavior affect him or her and who is obsessed with controlling that person's behavior. Oh man, you know this message is going to be good. It's entitled, Reclaim Your Strength. We are going to break that codependency off of your life. You know, if there is ever a temptation to control other people, it's right now. That is the climate of the earth, is a climate of control. The Bible actually says that witchcraft, it's like manipulation and domination and control. And so right now, people are desperately trying to control you. Maybe you're watching this right now, realize that you, that you are trying to control other people. And V1 Church has taken a stance, not my opinion, but a biblical perspective because do you know that we are seeking the wisdom of God in this time? And so here's the thing. Our church, this is what it looks like to spend summer with V1. We went line by line, 31 chapters of Proverbs, God's book of wisdom in 31 days. While the world is reading the news and growing in their confusion and growing in their fear, we said, yes, it's great to be informed, but I need more than information I need transformation. I need the wisdom of God for my life. And so even though a codependent person is one who has let another person's behavior affect him or her, and, and, and maybe it's trying to be obsessed with controlling that person's behavior, you can be free from codependency and reclaim your strength. So I want to give you four statements that I want you to say out loud every single day to break this codependency. These are four statements that are reflected in the wisdom of God's Word. Number one, I am not responsible for other people's behaviors or actions. Come on, I'm just going to say it again, and, and I hope that you would say this and get free. I am not responsible for other people's behaviors or actions. You know, this, the temptation in this season, and you got a whole bunch of God-fearing Christian people who are trying to control everybody's behaviors. Did you know that behind some of that control among Christians is actually a demon of the spirit of religion? See, the spirit of religion says you have to dress a certain way, you have to talk a certain way, you have to think a certain way, and instead of giving you the mind of Christ and, and giving you the peace that comes with it, they give you a list of what to do and what not to do. Come on, am I helping somebody today? And so we can alleviate ourselves from that responsibility and say, I'm not responsible for other people's behaviors or reactions. I mean, you can spend your entire life trying to change people and the Holy Spirit standing by saying, um, when are you going to let me do my job? One of the most exhausting things that you can do in life, hear me, wives who are desperately trying to change your husbands, one of the most exhausting things you can do is try to change them. If you wanna reclaim your strength, break that codependency and say this, this, this statement, I am not responsible for other people's behaviors or actions. Number two, write this down, I know this is, if this is helping you, can you just drop a comment right now and, come and say, come on, keep on preaching. Number two, other people are free to have their own experience and I don't have to change them. What a radical statement. Other people are free to have their own experience and I don't have to change them. 
You know, it's funny because we are totally okay with letting ourselves learn from experience, but we do, do not want other people to learn from experience. We want to change them. And so what we have to do is say, hey, other people are free to have their own experience and I don't have to change them. Oh man, I know I'm disrupting some systems of codependency right now around the world, but praise God for freedom in His Word. Number three, write this down. This is going to liberate somebody. Make this declaration. It's not my job to save people from their feelings. Oh yeah, I said it, and I hope you're saying it too. It's not my job to save people from their feelings. Many pastors and ministers get into the realm of manipulation and control because they in fact think they think that they are saving people from their feelings. As a matter of fact, it's happening on social media every day. Many of you think, well, I've got to delete a social media app so I can reclaim my strength. But let me just tell you, it's not about the app, it's about what's happening on the app. People are, see what happens is people are seeing the news, they're experiencing it, and then they post it, and they're calling it intellectual because they're using big words, but I'm calling it trauma from their past that's causing codependency to be activated, and they're trying to say, and then in the comments, their friends and family and coworkers are trying to save people from their own feelings. Well, listen, why don't you let people feel their own feelings? feelings? Who made it your job to save them from their feelings? What if I told you that you're spending time that God did not appoint for your life and, and actually didn't even design or build you for that burden? Actually, Jesus says, take my yoke. My burden is easy. It's light. Why? Because I dropped the stones instead of throwing them. It's so much a harder work to throw a stone than it is to drop it. And so it's not your job to save people from their feelings. We're living in this control freak environment that is manifesting the Jezebel spirit, the Ahab spirit, the witchcraft spirit, and you may be victimized by it or you may be possessed by it in this season if you continue to open up doorways and portals by trying to even save people from their feelings. And I'm gonna show you what the word has to say about this today. Come on, somebody's already thinking this is one of the best sermons I've ever heard because I've got control freaks all around me. Me. Or the control freaks are saying right now, Pastor, get to get to the altar call. I'm ready right now to repent. Number four, this is the last one for this. It says, I want you to make this declaration. If someone treats me badly, it's a reflection of their own self-worth. Yes, I said it. What if you looked at the treatment you were receiving in this era, in this season, and said that person who just gossiped about me because I don't believe their same political affiliation, or I don't believe, you know, because this is what people are fighting about right now, or because I don't believe the way in which they're dealing with COVID-19. If you begin to say, well, if they're treating me badly, gossiping about me, talking about me, dragging my name through the mud, discrediting me, dishonoring me, what if it's actually a reflection of their own self-worth? Sometimes when people criticize me, what I'm actually thinking in my heart, and this is why it's so full of love and empathy, is man, if they're, if they're, if they're being that critical over me, how much more their inner critic of themselves. 
What if I told you that the self-worth of the codependent people around you is so low that they're just giving you a fraction of the criticism that they give to themselves? What if when you see the 14 paragraph social media response and you're thinking, man, they're really letting me have it, but see, they're, they're giving themselves so much more than 14 paragraphs. I mean, have you ever thought about, you know, the Bible says, Jesus himself said, hey, here's the greatest commandment, love one another, love God, and then love one another as you love yourself. But what if you don't love yourself? What if people are just treating you like they treat themselves in this season? And so you have to break that spirit of codependency and reclaim your strength by an understanding that their bad treatment of you is just a reflection of their own self-worth. Let me break it down for you because th this is something, I wanna look at the wisdom in the book of Proverbs. Come on, because this to me really hit home. Proverbs, the 30th chapter. Now we've gone through this entire book of the Bible line by line every single day this month, extracting the wisdom of God. It says in verse 29, three things are stately in their tread, four are stately stately in their stride. The lion, which is mightiest among beasts and does not turn back before any. The strutting rooster, the he-goat, and a king whose army is with him. You're about to find your stride in uncertain times. Come on, somebody say that in the comments. Find your stride. You're about to find your stride in uncertain times. See, what happens when you are in codependency, when you're feeling the effects of someone else's control, is you don't have the confidence of the lion in your stride. See, you're always second guessing and third guessing and fourth guessing all of your decisions because you say, well, what is my family going to think about this decision I make? I mean, isn't it funny that Jesus himself said, hey, in order to follow me, you're probably going to have to forsake even your family. He was saying, hey, don't be so codependent that you can't be independent in Christ. Don't be so codependent that you can't be independent in Christ. Sometimes you're going to have to forsake them to be loyal to him. And see, right now, it's all opinions. It's your opinion versus your opinion. And I tell people, Mike, Signorelli doesn't have opinion. Upon this solid rock, I'll stand. All else is sinking sand. Does anybody believe it? Psalm chapter 119, 105 says, this word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Your words contribute to confusion, but his word brings clarity. Come on. And I'm not guided by their words. I'm guided by his word. I'm not going to be codependent because my mom said this is the way to parent and I'm going to do it because she's going to guilt me and shame me into her ways and her experiences. Uh, come on, somebody, some mother's getting free right now. I'm going to parent the way that this word tells me how to parent. Come on, does somebody hear me today? And there's something about the stride of a lion. It says three things are stately in their tread, four are stately in their stride. You are going to find your stride in uncertain times because you are going to learn. Look at the last thing says. It says, and a king whose army is with him. See, what happens is when a king knows that his army is with him, he's saying there's more for me than is against me. 
in these uncertain times and you see opinions in every direction, there's an open door to manipulation, an open door to control, an open door to, to, to the spirit of codependency because people are saying, well, I don't know which way to go. And, and if I go this way, I don't make this person happy. And if I go this way, this person's against me. And there's many people who are struggling in this time, but there's the strutting rooster. There's the he goat. There's the lion that doesn't turn back before any. And then there's a king whose army is with him. It was actually the prophet Elijah who told the servant, hey, open your eyes and see that there are more for us than against us. See, when you know that you're in alignment with heaven, you can open your spiritual eyes and say, I may not have a political party behind me, but I've got the kingdom of heaven behind me. I may not have family behind me, but I've been bought by the blood of Jesus and adopted into a new family. And my family is for me, even though some of my family and you come on, because listen, I've been bought by the blood. And see, somebody needs to hear this word today. Something that I've been thinking about so much as I've been wrestling with God's wisdom in contrast to man's wisdom is how man's wisdom will convince you, it'll allure you to pleasing people. Because see, we live in a society that tries to convince us that our identity is achieved. And see, if you're living from one achievement to the next, then you're gonna live by their, actually you're gonna live by their applause, but then you're gonna die by their criticism. If you're the type of person that is, that is, that is uh, trying to, to live with, for the approval of a, of a person, then what happens is you'll listen to their voice instead of listening to his voice. If you were to ask me, Pastor Mike, what is the root of this codependency that we're seeing in the earth? See, they're calling it intellectual discourse. They're saying, yeah, we're just talking about politics. We're just talking about COVID-19. We're just talking about the news. No, you're not. You actually are so wounded from your past and so traumatized by divorce, separation, people walking out and abandoning you that you don't understand that there can actually be, watch this, disagreement and there still be love. See, broken, traumatized people say, wait a second, we don't agree. We're not on the same page. We're not, we're not in agreement. Therefore, there can't be love. And as a matter of fact, as soon as there's disagreement, there's a fracture of the relationship, then there's abandonment, then there's divorce, then there's separation. And see, you have all these people using encyclopedia length words, and they're saying, this is intellectual. And the Holy Spirit is screaming, no, it's emotional. You are codependent. You are in bondage and the trauma of your past has caused you to bow to the spirit of codependency and see you're so afraid of disagreement because you don't believe there can be disagreement and still be love. But do you want to know my proof? My proof is in Jesus Christ. He said, while you were yet sinners, I died for you. When you completely and totally and utterly disagreed with every single one of my ways, I actually still loved you. Son, I loved you at your darkest. 
daughter, I loved you at your darkest. I loved you when we disagreed. And see, Jesus is the proof that you don't have to be codependent. You have to deal with your past though. You have to deal with your past in these moments. As a matter of fact, sometimes your tendency to display codependent behaviors is a result of your past traumas. And so you have to take a look at family relationships. You have to take a look at past abuse. You have to take a look at neglect. You have to take a look at these other events that may be stopping you from being comfortable with who you really are. Some of you are so afraid to say how you truly believe because you're afraid that people are going to abandon you when there's disagreement. And then yet some of you who are so, so much of a champion for your belief system in this season, you're really trying to go out of your way to convince everyone else to agree with you because you are afraid that they're going to leave because every time you've seen disagreement in your past, you actually saw abandonment. And so what I see right now is I see a lot of, of trauma. I see a lot of the past. And sometimes you've got to go back. I want to give you wisdom right now. And I pray to God that Proverbs chapter 19, verse 19 helps illuminate your understanding. It says this, a hot tempered man or woman must pay the penalty. If you rescue them, you will have to do it again. Come on. What? Hear me, this is wisdom. A hot-tempered man must pay the penalty. If you rescue him, you'll have to do it again. Let angry people endure the backlash of their own anger. If you try to make it better, you'll only make it worse. See, the Bible in Proverbs chapter 19, verse 19 is very clear about there is a repercussion for your action. And sometimes in your attempt to change people, it says, it says in the scriptures, if you try to make it better, you'll only make it worse. Sometimes the best thing for people is to receive the recompense of their behavior, to receive the recompense of their experience, to see the receive, and you're trying to exhaust yourself convincing them. You're trying to exhaust yourself, trying to get them over to your side. But the Bible says a hot-tempered man must, must pay the penalty. If you rescue them, you'll have to rescue them again and again and again. Let me put it another way. If you have to argue them into your position, you will have to argue with them again and again and again. Why don't you let the Holy Spirit do what only He can do? That's why we call it the power of the praying wife, not the power of the wife that changes their husband, because you don't have that kind of power, and you're mentally and emotionally exhausted. Pastors, ministers around the world listening, stop trying to change your church. You don't have that power, but I will tell you this, the blood of Jesus has not lost its power. The Holy Spirit has not become less effective. The Holy Spirit will whisper into the innermost parts of their heart. The Holy Spirit will send messengers to speak into your family members. The Holy Spirit is your number one team member and you're so exhausted from running around and trying to do His job. He will speak on your behalf. He will move on your behalf. See, this is what the gospel does. The the gospel always simultaneously subverts and fulfills your desire. And so you want to see them change so much and the devil says, I'll give you something. I'll give you witchcraft. Learn how to control. Learn how to manipulate.
manipulate, learn how to dominate, then you'll get your way. That's what Satan says. But the Holy Spirit says, no, the way that we do this is we yield. We yield, we surrender. And when you learn the way of surrender, come on, when you learn the way of yieldedness, then the Holy Spirit goes in and he begins to change you. And he begins to change the things inside of you and the trauma that needs to be dealt with. And as the Holy Spirit changes you, then you say, wait a second, all that time that I tried to change them, I missed out on my own freedom. All that time that I tried to change them, I missed out on my own freedom. What if this is about you in this season? What if this is about you? And then meanwhile, while you're doing your work, while you're allowing your inner critic to be silenced because the Bible says, therefore there is no more condemnation in Christ Jesus. Then all of a sudden the Holy Spirit says, hey, I did, I did, a, I did a double freedom. I set you free and then while you were working on you, I worked on your friend and I set them free too. While you were doing what only you could do and looking at the man or the woman in the mirror, I actually took the mirror and pointed towards them and, and both of you got free. What if, what if we tried it Jesus' way? This series, this entire, entire month was entitled The Way of Wisdom. This is the way of wisdom. This is the way of wisdom. If you rescue them, you'll have to do it again. Let them endure the backlash of their own anger. If you try to make it better, you'll only make it worse. Aren't you done trying to make it better? Aren't you done? Aren't you exhausted? Let's reclaim your strength, mother. Let's reclaim your strength, father. Let's reclaim your strength, student. Let's reclaim your strength, entrepreneur. Let's reclaim your strength, minister. Let's reclaim your strength today by saying, I'm going to do what I can do, but then I'm going to let God do what only He can do. Come on, I want to pray with you right now because I believe that, that God wants to supernaturally impart wisdom. And so what I want you to do is I want you to pray, but I want you to borrow my words because we're going to say this together and break a spirit of codependency, break a spirit of control and manipulation and domination, break a spirit of witchcraft. And we're going to say, God, not my will be done. See, because when, you, when, when you're constantly saying, my will be done, you're moving into the area of codependency. But when you say, not my will be done, but your will be done, you're moving into independency in Christ. Independent in Christ. So look, borrow my words and let's pray this right now. Come on, everybody say, Heavenly Father, I surrender to you. I receive self-control from your Holy Spirit. I thank you, Father, that I don't have to control everyone around me. I don't have the burden of controlling their lives. I am free, God, from that codependency. Father, break that spirit in my life. Lord, cause me to be free to be all that you've called me to be. Jesus, I accept your blood to wash me clean, to make me pure, to make me holy and acceptable before you.
And now I come boldly before your throne of grace to worship you as I'm surrounded by all those that you've saved as well. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Hey, around the world, I'm believing that so many have been free today from the control of other people and from the desire to control other people. Isn't this liberating? Church, I'm gonna ask you a very special request. Can you make a commitment to, to profess those four statements over your life this next week? Can you actually share this message with many others so that they can get those four declarations and hear what the Bible has to say about this season and about their lives? And I want to hear all of your testimonies because I believe that you're, you, there's testimonies. So make sure, jump on Instagram, tag me at Mike Signorelli and at V1 Church and tell me the testimony of what this sermon did for you. And I'm actually really excited to announce that next week we're starting a series and so share this broadcast right now and look forward to next next week for August we're starting our August series to rebuild the walls and believe for restoration in your life I love you church I'll see you on the live broadcast Monday tomorrow and I'm believing that the best is yet to come free from codependency reclaiming your strength come on I'll see you tomorrow. Hey everyone, thanks so much for sticking around. I got so many messages already from people around the world saying, Pastor Mike, I broke codependency. My life has changed forever and I reclaimed my strength. So here's what we wanna do. If, if you need like new friends, if you're just like, man, I don't live in New York, how do I attend your church? Please visit us online. Type V and then the number one dot church into your browser and you can actually become a member and start watching from around the world. And as always, help us reach people around the world by financially supporting our ministry by tapping the word give on our page. If you haven't already, last thing I'm gonna say is download the V1 Church app. The mobile app is available in the app store and we've got so many additional resources to help you. Hey, I'll see you next Sunday.